Okay, good morning everybody. Glad you could join us for BBK. Now let us turn our BBK books, um, the old book, to page 113, 113. The new book, I believe, it should be on 135. Alright? 113 or 135. Now can you see item number 12? There is a Bible verse. John sixteen twenty three. Item twelve. Now let's read together. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And then the next one. Verily, verily I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. May God bless the reading of his word. Let us turn to God in prayer. Our gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for seeing us through safely yet another week on earth. And Lord, we thank you for gathering us in thy house to worship you. What a great privilege. We look forward to the day where, Lord, we will be in heaven, where we will worship you for eternity in thy presence. And Lord, we come into thy presence now asking for cleansing, washing in the blood of Christ, that as we um, gather to study your word, you would truly work in our hearts. Be merciful, O Lord, we are needy. Lord, transform our lives, that our lives will be useful for you. Lord, be with us now. We also ask that, Lord, you will remove all distraction. Be with the Chinese BBK. Feed your children in thy house. We ask and pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. So, let's make sure we understand the model prayer, right? The model prayer is given by the Lord to teach us how to pray. It's not so much saying these very words. It is understanding why the Lord asks us to pray anything, number one. Number two, should we pray these exact words? Well, the Lord says, say, pray these words. But we must pray with understanding, okay? Must truly understand. So, let's revise our Father. Now, our Father would invite us into His presence. We should look forward to prayer and God invites us. But He is, we chat in heaven. He is the Holy God. We approach Him with carefulness. Our Father which are in heaven begins with, Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Actually, you will notice here is thy. Okay? Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God's will is always done in heaven. Understand that. Whatever God desires, the angels will immediately do. So when we pray, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, we, what are we praying? We are praying, Lord, just like in heaven, whatever is your command, whatever is your wish, the angels immediately fly to do it. So when we pray, Thy will be done on earth, just like the angels in heaven will respond immediately, Lord, I also pray that I will always respond immediately when I know your will. The moment I study your word, I know, Lord, let your will be done. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Now give us, now here is us, right? Give us this day our daily bread. God wants us to be dependent on him, to ask in everything, commit to God. Bread is such a simple thing. Who ate bread this morning? You say, well, it's the most basic thing in life. Ate bread. 
Did you ever think to ask God, God, please, tomorrow provide me with bread also? Now, tomorrow, Daddy and Mommy sure have bread on the table. Right? We, take for, we take for granted. So, praying for our daily bread is to teach us never to take anything for granted in life. We must for the smallest thing. Lord, I am going to the nursing home now. I pray for journey mercies as I drive. The whole point of praying for daily bread is to drive us to what? Um, Jeremy, cause us to realize what? Everything we must pray. Why? To remind us of what? To remind us, Sujin. Why? Dependent. That is the key word. This is to teach us to be dependent, very dependent on God. Once we realize we are dependent on Him, we are, we walk the safe path. Daily bread, give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us. Forgive us our sins as we forgive others. Right? So, regard iniquity in the heart, God will not hear our prayers. One of the iniquity that we regard in our heart is very often what? Unforgiving spirit. Unforgiving spirit. Right? We keep going on and on in our thought. We ask God to forgive us for uh, this and that, this and that. But God specifically includes this. This is the problem with many of our lives. Uh, young ones, if you quarrel with your siblings at home, if you're unforgiving heart, God says, I will not hear. I said already, God did not elaborate on other things after this prayer, but He elaborated on this. Okay? Forgive us of our sins, as I forgive us, forgive others or trespasses. Um, Lead us not into temptation. After you pray, God to forgive, you pray specifically for sins, against sins that you know you're struggling with. You must pray that God deliver you. Don't pray for forgiveness intending to continue to sin. Okay? But deliver us from evil, and then for thine, again thine. It's the kingdom... Right? God's kingdom again, God's power, God's glory. It's all about God. So I want you to notice this. The structure is about, begins, it's all about God. God's, God's name, God's glory, His work, His will. And even anything that we ask for, for ourselves, is because of this. And the Lord's Prayer ends again with about God. So prayer is always about God's glory, God's, God's work on earth, and God's will to be done. Opens and closed like that. So now I hope that when you and I pray, we reconsider everything that we pray. So the Lord's Prayer has ended. Benedict. Benediction. Is the Lord's word ended? Lord's Prayer ended? Oh, too faint. Is that all? Is that all the Lord's Prayer is? Is that all? Okay, next, next one. Shane. Is that all? Has the Lord's Prayer ended? Okay, Justin. <laughs> not yet. Why not yet? Say again. 
Amen. Notice that the Lord ended it with Amen. Turn to Matthew chapter 6, please. Matthew chapter 6. Look at verse 13. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. Forever. Everything that we pray for is, Lord, forever. What I ask for in this thing, let it forever bring glory to you. Do you understand that? Let it forever be useful for your kingdom. Let it be forever according to thy will. And then you finish with Amen. Amen. Jennifer, what is Amen? Why not our woman? What is Amen? Say again. Can't hear. Agree. Alright? Agree. Let it be so. When you pray the word Amen, it is part of prayer. Don't say Amen without thinking. Amen is literally meaning, Lord, this is what I really mean. I, uh, this is all in my heart. I agree with what I've just prayed. And Lord, let it be so. Amen means to say, Lord, please hear. Please make it happen. Please let it be so. Please let everything that I pray for be so. Alright? So the Lord says, pray with Amen. It closes with Amen. That is what it means. In other words, when the Christian pray, you must make sure that, Lord, when I say Amen, it is according to thy will. Can you say, Lord, help me to do this and that, that is sinful. Then you say, Amen, let it be so. It is not according to God's will. It is not for God's glory. God make me very rich, very, very um, intelligent, so that I can enjoy life on earth and people admire me. Amen. See, once you say, Amen, you realize that many prayers we shouldn't pray. Now, sometimes we hear people pray. Be careful when you say amen, right? Because sometimes at prayer meeting, you hear people pray, Lord, please um, help me find a job. Even if I work on Sunday, just give me a job. Should you say amen? You cannot say amen. Amen means, Lord, I agree with this prayer. Amen. You cannot say amen. So we should not say amen without thinking. So sometimes you have to keep quiet. <laughs> You have to keep quiet because the prayer was not according to God's glory, for His kingdom, or for His will. It's a sinful prayer. So we must be careful. Um, I remember once someone prayed, Lord, um, I'm supposed to do this job at work, but I don't want to tell my boss that I can't do it. You know, please send someone to do it for me. And after that, I can sign on it. And my boss will know that I am unable to do it. So some people actually pray prayer like that. Right? So they have, they're still learning about the Christian walk. Those prayers I cannot say. You cannot say Amen. After that, talk to the person, brother, you know you shouldn't pray this. It's not according to the will of God. You can't ask God to help you to deceive your boss. You don't pray such prayer. 
Because prayer to us is, God, I just want this. Please answer. That's what we think prayer is. But prayer is about Him, about Him. Then we are careful, okay? So, Amen means that. Amen. Now, comes to this question. How come when we pray, at the end of every prayer, we say, in Jesus' name? In Jesus' name. What does in Jesus' name mean? Uh, next one. Um, Aaron, what does in Jesus' name mean? Why do we pray in Jesus' name? Very often we don't think about it. Have you, have it, have you thought about what does it mean? Seldom, right? Say again. Give glory to God in Jesus' name means, means give glory to God. Yeah, it includes that. But in Jesus' name, actually I try again. Susan, why, why do we pray in Jesus' name? Very good. Because Christ is our mediator. Can we come to God in our own name? In our own name is by our own rights, by our own, um, our own um, authority. The reason why we can pray to God is because Jesus is our mediator. Do you realize that the reason why we can come is because of Jesus who died for our sins, His blood washed away our sins, and therefore we can even appear before God. So when we pray, we are appearing before God. We are talking to God. The reason why we can have an audience with God is because, Lord God, I pray that you cleanse me and wash me in the blood of Christ, that I can come before you. Right? So in Jesus' name, number one is always to remind us the reason why we can ask anything of God. Come and pray to Him. is because of Jesus Christ. So that is the first theological reason, very important. It humbles us. Right, humbles us. Now, next one, so because of mediatorship. Christ is the mediator. Now, did Jesus... Okay, what else? What else? So, for God's glory, you said, right? Remember Amen? Amen means, let it be so, I agree. Means, it must be anything that we ask when we close in Jesus' name, we say, we are saying that Jesus approves. Jesus approves. Must remember, when you finish praying, does Jesus approve of this prayer? Like you come, you go to school, you know, um, maybe someone says, go do something. Your teacher says, do this, or no. Your principal say, all right, um, so and so, Hazel, go and do this, all right? Then Hazel goes to class. The principal just told her, do this. Then when she's doing it, the teacher asks, Hazel, why are you doing this? You say, because the principal said to do it. Right? So in Jesus' name, you're saying, in the principal's name, I'm doing this. He approved it. That's why I'm doing it. So in Jesus' name is to remind us, I cannot ask for anything that Jesus will hear, hello, how can you even say that and pray that? I would not approve of that, right? So in Jesus' name causes us again to think. Is this prayer when I'm praying, is this a prayer that Jesus will say, yes, I agree. You can use it in my name. 
You cannot pray anything that takes the name of God in vain. Lord, I want to get married to an unbeliever. Jesus will never say, I approve this prayer. Okay, so in Jesus' name um, is, is this as well. Now, the Lord's Prayer. Did Jesus teach the people to pray in Jesus' name? So many people like to ask, how come we always pray, when we finish praying something, we will say, in Jesus' name? Well, these are the reasons. But they say, but the, in the Lord's Prayer to teach us to pray, He did not say in Jesus' name. Jemima, did Jesus teach them to pray in Jesus' name? When? We just read earlier, correct? All those verses, you look at page 113 or page 135 of your new book, page 113 or page 135 of your new book. Point number 12. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, Amen. Now, this should be the conclusion of every prayer. Because our Lord did teach the disciples earlier on. He says, whatsoever ye shall ask in my name. Did the Lord say, when you pray, when you ask the Father for anything, you should ask it in my name? He did. It is not made up by us, not made up by the church. Jesus did say, ask things in my name. And then in point number 12 in John 16, he said, whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name. So the Lord repeatedly taught the disciples to pray, to ask for things in His name. That is why we finish in Jesus' name. Whatever we ask, we finish in Jesus' name. Now, in fact, this word, Amen, Amen would already mean Jesus agrees, let it be so. Do you dare to ask anything that you know Jesus would not agree to? So, Amen, we always say in Jesus' name, Amen. In Jesus' name always reminds you of many things. The reason why I can pray, because of Jesus. And come to God. The reason why I ask anything, Jesus approves of it. It is for His Father, for His kingdom, for His will to be done. So in Jesus' name, it's very important. Today, there is a trend. It's very interesting. People do not close in Jesus' name. It's almost like the thought that I have a right to ask God. So some pastors don't even close in Jesus' name anymore. See, you don't need to. God the Father loves us. God the Father longs to answer our prayer. So Jesus, you just pray. It's like today, right? No need to say thank you. (laughs) Children don't say thank you anymore to parents or to adults. Take it for granted. So many do not pray, do not end with in Jesus' name anymore. They say, there's a formality. There's this old-fashioned people that always pray in Jesus' name. You know, we are the new Christians. God loves us. God loves us to come to Him. The Lord specifically say, in, in my name, whatsoever you ask, you ask in my name. Amen reminds us of that in the model prayer. So the Christian must not come presumptuously. Saying in Jesus' name is a respectful prayer. All right, respectful. Lord, I ask this for Jesus' sake. Because Jesus wants this. Let it be so. You pray for your children. You pray for your studies. You pray for your work. Everything you pray, you say, let this be in agreement with the Lord Jesus. If He wants it, then let it be so, Father. Do you understand when you pray in Jesus' name? Lord, if 
this is your will, then let it be so. If not, then never mind, forget it. Hmm? So it's very humbling. Yes. So in the nursing home, when we do the Lord's Prayer, do we have to end Before that, we already pray, right? Lord, please help the, um, keep our elderly friends in this home. Or oh, that question is, so do we end with, after Amen, in Jesus' name again? Amen, as long as you understand, Amen means I'm praying this in Jesus' name, in agreement with Jesus, right? So we do not normally say that, but did we say in Jesus' name? We normally pray a prayer before that. Lord, keep our friends in the nursing home safe till we meet them again. Lord, throughout the week, be close to them. And may your word and, and prayer be their encouragement and strength. In Jesus' name, Amen. And uh, let us now pray the Lord's Prayer, which he taught us to pray. So we do pray things in Jesus' name. All right, in here we say Amen. It's the same meaning. All right, it's the same meaning. The main thing is when we say Amen, we understand we are asking in Jesus' name. Right? As the Lord taught us to pray. Okay, so in the Lord's Prayer, specifically the Lord used Amen. In other places, He said, Ask in my name. Now, the other thing I need us to be conscious because the Lord did say Amen. In other words, and the Lord also said, Whatsoever ask in my name. Do not rush through this last statement. Do not rush through in, in Jesus' name. Very often we pray, Lord, help me with this. Lord, help us with that. Lord, enable us. Lord, take care of my children. Lord, make my children godly. Lord, help me to overcome sin. Lord, then we pray very carefully, very earnestly. Then, then, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. <laughs> in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Amen. It's a prayer. Don't rush through it. Alright? When we rush through it, it's almost like it's a ritual. I'm just supposed to end like that. I end like that means I'm signaling to everyone, prayer ended. No, it's not a signal to people that prayer has ended. In Jesus' name, it's a sincere, earnest. In fact, when we pray, Amen. In Jesus' name, Amen. Pause and think. Pause and tell the Lord, Lord, I sincerely desire that this would be so, so that I will be able to fulfill all this in my life. My family will be fulfill all, fulfilling all this in my life. Lord, I ask all this for that. Would you hear, O oh Lord? That is what you're saying. So even when you close in your closet, pray in Jesus' name, Amen. It is not to, Lord, after I say this, I can stand up and hurry up and go and brush my teeth or go and eat my ice cream. It is a careful, meaningful, sincere prayer to God. In Jesus' name, Father, I ask for all this. Let it be so for His glory. Amen. Okay? So, should you say Amen in public prayer? Should you say Amen in public prayer? What do you think? Josiah, should we say Amen? So pastoral prayer or in the Tuesday night prayer meeting, we pray finish. Should we say Amen? Everyone else? Yes, why? Say again? In all agreement with that prayer, alright? The reason why we gather on Tuesday night to pray, we gather as a group, together when a brother finished praying for certain items, now as long as it is according to the will of God. What should the rest say? Keep quiet. Why the other person haven't started? So we say amen so that the other person will start. No, we are literally, when you, you and I say amen at the end of a public prayer, 
You are actually praying to God. God, I've been following this prayer. And the end of it, Lord, amen. Lord, please let what my brother or my sister just prayed, let it be so. You are praying that. When you say amen, you are making a prayer. You are not making a full stop for the person so the next person starts to pray. Okay, so pastoral prayer the same. After pastoral prayer, many of you will say amen. Amen means, Lord, as a church, together we all, we all just knelt before you or we stood before you, Lord, please let what the church pray for come true. And you say amen, correct? So you must say amen. It could be in your heart, but allow this to really emphasize that I agree with this, Lord, let it be so. So when the Lord hears amen from his people, it is to say, my people want this. My people want this. I will answer. All right? So amen, in Jesus' name, is an important part of prayer. Don't rush through it. It's meaningful. It draws you back to everything in prayer. Okay? So I hope you understand a bit more about this amen. Look at page 113 or page 135 of your new book. Now, therefore, uh, second paragraph, point 12. Therefore, our prayers to God must not go through any other name not Mary or the saint. So people should not pray through Mary because Jesus is the only mediator. It is not a magic formula like open sesame. Open sesame. Children, not the children don't know that. So it's like telling Aladdin. No, Aladdin telling genie uh, to do something. And then when you say, in Jesus' name, wah! The moment you say, in Jesus' name, you know, like Aladdin says certain words, right? Then genie must do it. So in Jesus' name is what? Wow, the moment I say in Jesus' name, finish. God has no, no choice. He has to do it because I just say in Jesus' name. Father, I say in Jesus' name. How come you don't do it? It is not that, all right? In Jesus' name is not a magic formula. The moment I say in Jesus' name, it's going to happen. It is not that. So it is the opposite, in fact. Okay, it is through the merits of Christ that we can come to Him. Okay, so now, when we say in Jesus' name, it is according to His character. Alright, it's a similar idea. You don't invoke someone's name lightly. When you pray anything in Jesus' name, you must be clear, this is according to Jesus' character. This is what Jesus himself would pray. It is part of his character. Would Jesus pray, Oh Father, give me a lot of money to enjoy this world. Jesus would pray, Oh Father, give me much money. That your money will be used to do your will on earth. But he would not pray, Lord, give us resources that we may enjoy and sin with it. It's according to his character. Everything that you pray ask, is this in the character of Jesus? Would he pray such a prayer? Okay? So, prayer is all this. Now, any questions so far? So, I hope you understand in Jesus' name what it means. Don't rush through that. Don't rush through that. Please, take your time. But also, don't overemphasize it. Eh? Some, some they will pray very In... Jesus name been silent for very long Amen no need 
If you're in a personal closet prayer and you really mean that, fine. But in public, don't need to be so kwatang, huh? so 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 um, so externally um, flowery. All right. But do take your time in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Right? That's fine. But mean it. Mean it. Okay? So don't just because you learn something new now, you want to do that. Uh, it's always sincere and honest from the heart. Okay, look at page 113 or 135. Now, amen, this is, look at the bottom, point 12. Amen, this is true and firm request. So be it. It brings a prayer to a formal and fervent Conclusion. Amen is your fervency to God. Oh Lord, please let it be so, Lord. Please let it be so. For your namesake. Right? It's a fervency. It is not just to punctuate the ending of a prayer. It's part of a fervent request, pleading with God. Um, so I hope we learn these things. Now, next one. So we, we've learned about the Lord's Prayer. Every time you pray, please don't pray vain prayers. Know what you're praying. Know why you're praying those things. Now, the next one, page 113 at the bottom, or page 136 in the new book. Now, further teachings on prayer. How should we pray? Point number one, pray in everything. All right, Philippians 4, 6, and 7. In everything, by prayer and supplication, in everything, we studied that. Give us this day our daily bread. The smallest thing. The smallest thing. You know what is the problem with, with Christians as we grow up? Now, Phoebe, if you, are, if you need to carry something very heavy, would you ask mommy and daddy to help you? Yes, right? Because you know you're not strong enough. Maybe you can a little bit. You ask, but you will go to daddy and mommy. Please help, and please help. Or you're doing your homework something very difficult. All right? 120 times 539. One plus one, no need to ask daddy, one plus one, two. Wow, those big ones, you think, ah, daddy, how? Right? Now, in everything is to remind the child of God, even the smallest thing. One plus one, Lord, I actually need your help. Please help me. I'm going to start driving now. Lord, I'm going to do something in the nursing home now. Lord, I'm going to speak to someone now. Everything. The problem is, the reason why we don't pray, we are used to doing things ourselves. So used to it. When you first start to work, you go to work. First day of work, trembling fear. Wow, before, or first day of school, trembling fear. At home, the night before, pray very hard. The morning, get up early, pray very hard. At work, the whole day, muttering prayer, Lord, help me, help me, Lord, help me, Lord. Right? When your boss gives you something to do, Lord, help me to do this right. Even though you know how to do it. But after some time, you get used to it. You don't pray anymore. But what does the Bible say? In everything, by prayer and supplication. Everything. In all things. So, Christian, I hope that we go back to that simple state of simple faith. God is pleased. Now, when a child comes to the father for help, the father's heart is always pleased. I will help. Right? So, in all things. Now, page 114. Page 114. Or page one, three, six. Now, prayer in all things help us to be thankful. Help us to be thankful. Lord, even the simplest thing I can do is because of your help. I'm thankful to you. A child that does not ask God 
will not thank God. Is it true? Only after you've asked, and then you see the Lord help, then you are thankful. Now, please don't have this idea, you did it yourself. Even if you did not ask God, God still helped you. It's just that you never asked Him, but He kindly still helped you. But, and you don't thank Him. Right? So prayer in all things is, it, it helps us to be a thankful people. Don't think that, don't think that you are so experienced in driving, you just drive and go to work. And you reach safely, it is because of your experience in your driving skill. Don't think that. Those who just pass your driving test. Even driving to supermarket two streets down the road, you're also praying, worried. After some time, drive to Mandura, also don't pray, right? Why? That's the problem. It is God's mercy. It makes you thankful. Right? Someone just shared a prayer meeting on Friday, uh, uh, Friday Fellowship. Sister Sarah said, I, I drove to Mother's Fellowship. Now she's driving properly, but someone knocked into her, the back of the car. You can be all skillful, but all these things make us remember. Actually, when I don't have an accident, even if I drive properly, someone else can cause an accident on me, right? So everything in prayer is to remind us it's always God that protects, keeps, and helps. Makes us thankful. Point number two. Another thing about prayer, the Lord says pray without ceasing. Now, actually, today we are going to talk about a lot of this at worship, so I'll just go through very quickly. Pray without ceasing. The Bible tells us, um, in 1 Thessalonians 5.7, 5.17, pray without ceasing. I'll explain what is that, what that is afterwards during the, the message. But God does command. The Christian must pray without ceasing. It is like breathe without ceasing. Does someone need to tell you breathe without ceasing? Please keep breathing. When the Christian do not pray without ceasing, the Christian faint. Faint. You try not breathing. Some can don't breathe for I don't know how long. You try not breathing for about 10 minutes. No, actually 5 minutes. Most of us will faint. Turn blue and faint. But the problem we don't realize that is our spiritual man. When we don't pray, we faint. The Lord says man ought always to pray, shining, and not. Man ought always to pray and not. Faint. Failing to pray weakens you. You just imagine in your mind, if I don't pray all the time, I will faint, among other things, which we'll talk about afterwards. So Christian, is prayer a common part of your life, just like breathing? Just like breathing. You don't think about it. Constantly in your heart, you're in a prayerful mode. Prayerful mode. Talk about me more later. Now, number three, very important. Pray believing. Let's read together, item three. And all things, whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing, ye shall receive. Well, these are favorite verses of many Christians. So I checked through last night, just, just look at some internet, um, I said top 10 popular prayers. This kind of prayer, all right? One even say, how to pray for instant miracle, all right? Then they quote, love to quote this verse. Number one, all things, as if not enough, whatsoever, anything, in all things. 
If you ask in prayer, now, very important, you must believe. Believing, you shall receive. So some would write, you walk past a house, you're very poor. You're very poor, right? You cannot afford a house, let alone a big, nice bungalow, big, nice mansion. If you walk past a house, they have this thing called walking prayer, you know? Walking prayer, walk about. Walk about, then you look at the house. Then you pray. Believing, Lord, I believe that one day I will live in a house like that. Then you continue walking. As long as you pray, believing, it will happen. Ye shall receive. You see a car, you go, you put your hand on the car, on the car and say, Lord, I pray and I believe you will give me this car one day. Not even one day. Some say, you will give me this car. Because they say, the Lord says you pray believing. This is the theology that's called blab it and receive it. You know, blab, just blab, blab whatever you want. Blab and then you receive. Alright, I claim it. Blab it and claim it. You blab and then blab and then claim. I claim this car is mine. <laughs> you try the owner come back, why are you putting your hands on my car? <laughs> right? They probably get a big scolding. So blab it and receive it is a very popular Christianity um, theology now. Why? Because people love it. People love it. Now, so how to answer this verse? Uh, go behind. Sujin. Eh, no, Sujin asked already. Uh, go behind. Ellen, how to, how, is it true? Whatsoever, all things, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing, you shall receive. Hmm? How, how, we, we try, say, so, yeah, I try and I believe it will happen. You see, you try, it didn't happen because you don't believe. <laughs> So how? How to explain? Is it true? Learn everything that you learn about the Lord's Prayer must now come to mind. Why do you study theology? Why do you study anything? So that you apply it, right? Okay, move there. Uh, Brenda, your friend comes to you. Brenda, how come your church don't believe in things like that? Whatever you ask, does your church believe in whatsoever you ask, it will come true? So what? Whatsoever you ask in my name, and when you say Amen, does Jesus agree with it? Right? If Jesus doesn't agree with it, it will not happen. Prayer is about what God wants, it's not what you and I want. Asking for anything is that I may use it for God's kingdom, beginning and end, it's always about thy and thine, right? In between, whatever for you ask is for thy and thine. That's it. So if it's for thy and thine, Jesus said, that is not what I want for you. It's not going to happen. Because we think that prayer is, God is genie. We say, in Jesus' name, God must do it for us. No. Now turn back to page 113, please. 113. The answer is found here. Page 113 or 135 in your new book. Point number 12. Now please know what Jesus said earlier on. Alright? Now, let's read together. And, uh, John 14, 13, And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do. Is it full stop? No. The reason why God will do it, let's read together, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. The only reason why Jesus will answer any prayer, the only reason why the Father 
would give anything to us when we pray in Jesus' name. Is why. Uh, next one. Uh, Elaine. Why? Why would God, why would Jesus give us anything? Why would God the Father give us anything? Why? That the Father may be glorified in the Son. It's always, whatsoever you ask, if that thing will glorify God, I will give it. I will give it. So it is not blab it and claim it. Alright, it's not blab it and claim it. Can you pray something like that? Lord, please make our church um, make our church grow, have many people. Does it sound like a bad prayer? Do you want many people to be saved? Many people to come to know God? So Lord, let our church grow and have many people. Because it can sound like for the glory of God, right? Can you pray, Lord, please give me a child? Or Lord, please, I want to get married. Or Lord, please. Now, are these sinful things? Is a growing church sinful? Is having a child sinful? Is getting married sinful? We can pray for things that are not sinful. So if it is not sinful, as long as it is not sinful, will God always answer? Vincent. Uh, Only if it is for his glory. But... But isn't having a child or getting married or having more people in church glorifying to God? Not necessarily. necessarily. That's a key thing. Not necessarily. Sometimes certain things are not good for us. Sometimes God says, no, at this point of time, my will for you, my will for you, my will for you, my will for your life, my will for, your ch- for the church is not this. Instead, the opposite will glorify me. Then let it be so. So, whatsoever you ask in my name, you may think that it glorifies God, but sometimes not necessarily. Lord, make me healthy, make me strong. But God gave a physical weakness to the Apostle Paul, right? So we may think that healthy and strong means we glorify God. Not necessarily. The Apostle Paul said, if this glorifies God, then I revel in it. Okay? So don't always think, God, this has to be, this has to glorify you, right? It's up to God. It's up to God. Does Jesus Christ going to the cross glorify God? In the disciples' mind, no. They keep saying, Jesus, you cannot say you are going to die on the cross. Cross are for criminals. You are our master. If you die like a criminal on the cross, it don't look good for us. Please don't go. They kept telling him that. Now, log- logically, it would sound, Lord, if you, if you don't die, and especially if you don't die like a criminal, this would glorify God, right? Isn't it so? You become victorious. You just conquer. But that was not God's will, not the Father's will. In fact, Jesus said, Father, the time has come. Correct? The time has come. I'm going to the cross. Father, glorify yourself. The Lord dying on the cross was going to glorify God the Father. So please don't think that everything we think will glorify God will glorify God. 
Let God be the one who decides. Pray in submission to His will. Alright, so I hope you understand this. Whatsoever you ask very clearly now. Don't kneel there and God, you must make me pass my exam. Although I don't study. God will teach you a lesson. Now, quickly, finish. Now, item five. Now, item four is don't pray amiss. That is what it means. You ask and you receive not because you ask amiss. You ask out of your fleshly pride. You ask out of your fleshly desires. Pray for one another. We said about that. Give us. Forgive us. It's always us. Pray in the spirit. Pray with spirit and understanding. Understand what you pray. Don't pray without thinking. We'll talk about that more during worship. And then the types of prayer, the modes of prayer, attitude in prayer, we talk about it during worship. All right? So let us turn to God in prayer.